0: hi I'm back I had a a momentary hiatus um if you're on my email list I've I talked about this a little bit but like I um you know last year um I wanted to get super serious about and you can't see me now but I just did bunny quotes with my with my fingers I do that a lot Um, I want to get super serious about my business. And so I read a bunch of blogs and stuff and they told me I needed to like self-host my own website and Google AdWords and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, um, and so I did that. And then like this whole past year, it's been a complete, uh, clusterfuck. Can I say clusterfuck on a yoga podcast? I just did. Yeah. Um, because I'm not a, a tech person. I mean, I think I was in junior high, but you know, uh, technology's changed a lot since then. So, um, I I wasn't able to get like the iTunes to update and I was kind of in over my head and, um, so I decided to switch back to like, um, a simpler website hosting thing. Is this even interesting at all? Anyway. Let me summarize it by saying, I got angry at the internet. (laughs) I had to reassess. If you're hearing that, that's my husband dumping marbles in a glass container. This is the shit that happens in my house. Okay, I hope maybe you didn't hear that. Anyway, (laughs) it's like when you're like, I'm going to be recording. Let me me put marbles in a glass container because that makes sense. And you're like, what's he doing with marbles? It's a whole discussion about we have all these marbles and we were going to put them in a glass jar. And yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. So back to original topic. I got angry at the Internet. I switched some stuff up with the website. My husband and I decided to go out of town for a week, which was extremely therapeutic. And I took some time kind of off social media and I really didn't miss it at all. And especially like all this stuff came to light, you know, about the Cambridge Analytica, the Facebook stuff, people are deleting their accounts and, you know, it kind of has me leaving me with like, you know, do we need, do we need social media? Because I think as a, as a self-employed person where, you know, that's kind of like the story we all, not all of us, but I think there's like, a mythology around you put stuff on social media, it gets discovered, maybe you get some endorsements some some sponsorships or whatever. And then like you're insta famous and you make money and you travel all over the world. And, um, and I'm not saying that's like a dream of mine or anything, but it, it's kind of like, that's like the path. That's considered like the path to making money as a yoga teacher like you get on the festival circuit or whatever the hell <laughs> and you know um but it's hard doing that especially um if you're not young thin super flexible doing you know so it's like where does that leave the other 90 percent of us who might not be doing extreme backbends or taking pictures of it or, you know, maybe we're kind of overweight or, you know, we're, we're just like not in our 20s. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Where does that leave us? And so, um, but that whole, that whole thing is kind of a myth. And I think it's just like you know there's a few people who've done that, you know, I think like Kino McGregor, she's a person who it's like, oh, I'm just gonna put this stuff online and um and even like Sadie Nardini's one that that like specifically kind of like got discovered ish b- because of their online activity and and I think those people are the exceptions, not the rules and so the rest of us have kind of bought into this, we need to be on social media and, um, and it's really strange that I, uh, like this past week, I really like was like, I need to get off the internet cause it's like messing with my brain. <laughs> like I'm noticing the compulsion, the complete compulsion to be online scrolling i'm not even reading half the shit i'm just scrolling it's like i'm going to get like carpal tunnel in my fingers from just like scrolling through bullshit and memes and it's like a it's like a searching for some sort of validation or and, and like you never get it it's like chasing the dragon i mean i don't do heroin never have <laughs> but it's like a low level of that it's like you're searching for this this feeling that never arrives it never arrives you might get like a little taste of it and that encourages you to keep keep scrolling keep commenting keep interacting um and i notice like if i can like stop and mindfully check in with like my body if i'm going to feel my body while i'm on facebook or instagram I feel like shit <laughs> like I feel really nervous I'm already nervous or maybe I'm not that nervous I've just been on the I've been on social media for too damn long so I don't know I'm contemplating deleting all that shit and the thing is is when I took time off I got like phone calls I still got emails and phone calls and texts for massage appointments people still come to my classes you know so it's kind of surprising where you feel like you're buying into that you need it and then you don't do it for like a week and like nothing happens. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> so just food for thought. Speaking of internet drama, um, I don't know if you guys are up on the whole aloe yoga lawsuit uh, drama that's been happening. Um... And it's been really interesting for me just to kind of, I I think it's brought up a lot of questions that are important to ask. And I think a lot of people are getting caught up in that, like, oh, Keno McGregor's behind this and, and she practices Ashtanga and I don't like her or whatever. And so therefore, like, you know, she's cute and blonde and on the beach doing the splits and therefore anything she has to say is, is not valid. And, um, and I, you know, I I want to take those people to task a little, like, you know, we got to confront our own biases that we have or biases. I, I, I need to look up the plural for that. I keep messing it up. But, um, you know, we all have our thoughts about I don't know it's all I think it's all steeped in sexism right so like if like BKS Iyengar has a whole book on pranayama and his book that's light on yoga and he's not wearing any clothes I mean he's like in a diaper in half of them or in shorty shorts and then people are like oh well, that's a traditional like garment his man diaper but I was like no one's ever accused him of sexualizing yoga but when if a woman is not wearing enough clothes then apparently that's sexualizing yoga and I just think it's a double standard and uh maybe we should, we should look at that. Why is, why is a woman seen as sexualizing yoga? It's because we think of women as a sex object. Even if, even if logically you're like, no, women aren't sex objects. (laughs) If you look at a half naked woman and say she's sexualizing yoga and then a man in a speedo is not, then, then somewhere in there, either you've learned from society, we all have, I have it, it's in there. That that women are sexual objects and anything they do showing their body is sexualizing whatever they're doing. Um, so I think a lot of people should I get to the meat of this? I mean, you can like Google this drama. There's been so many articles on Elephant Journal. If you want, if you're like a one-stop shopper, like Jezebel did a great article that was basically summing up both sides of of the argument. Um, in that. Alo is suing Dana Falsetti, also known as Nola Trees on Instagram, um, for trade libel, I believe, and breach of contract. So she made some comment with uh, some content with the app Cody. Cody ended up selling their or, or joining or merging with Alo, a clothing company. And, um, and Aloe, I guess, has a notorious reputation. It's owned by two men, um, but it has a reputation of maybe being sexist or, uh, definitely not inclusive when it comes to showing different abilities, different bodies, um, They often do stuff like they recently did a thing where a dude was doing like handstand on the edge of a building, which is just, I hate, I hate that stuff as a yoga teacher. And when I see you doing shit on train tracks and bridges and balconies, I just, I'm like, come on now. Like why? Unless you're, unless, unless you can specifically get in the comments and say, I'm doing a death meditation. (laughs) Other than that. Quit that shit. (laughs) But anyway, so Aloe has, like, this reputation. So Dana was essentially, I guess she said some stuff on her people. I don't remember which happened first. That people were asking her, like, why are you combining forces with this company? I think she tried to get her content off. They wouldn't allow it. I don't know. There's, There's legal documents. Google that shit. Make your own decisions. I am a little biased. I'm biased against women when it when there's when there's a gigantic company owned by two men and they're suing a woman of size that's constantly talking about, you know, body positivity. And even Keno McGregor, like who who is a controversial figure for a lot of people, I think she's you know, she's somebody who like majored in women's studies and you know, I like her. I'm not saying I agree with everything that comes out of her mouth, but, you know. Um So I guess Kino is involved in this and that she's kind of sticking up for Dana, doing like a GoFundMe, because Dana is a 24-year-old yoga teacher, um, and Al's a big, giant company, and, you know, if I was being sued for $75,000, I would just have to, like, roll over and... <laughs> You know, I I wouldn't have any recourse because, you know, we're yoga teachers, especially if you just teach studio classes, you know, you work really hard for not a lot of money. I get so. So full disclosure, I gave Dana money. So the but a lot of people have the argument of like or feel like, well, if you don't like their clothes, don't buy it, which is which is fine. But I think it's kind of like. You know, we have a lot of this going around in the country of, of this attitude of, like, if you don't like it, don't listen, change the channel and uh, don't buy it. And I agree to an extent, um, you know, uh, but I also think that, like, if we don't like something, we all have the the responsibility to to speak that and tell companies you know, we don't want to buy your shit because we're tired of of being told to look a certain way. We're tired of you reinforcing um beauty and ability uh, images that aren't attainable and um I wanna buy clothes where I'm seen in the catalogue, you know? Um And I think that's fair. And so whenever you tell somebody, well, like, just shut up and don't buy it, I'm just, I'm like, well, they're already not buying it. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with saying that, like, hey, we can do better. Like, what's wrong with that? Um, But yeah, that was kind of one of the reasons why I got off the internet, because I was just getting... Um, I kind of got involved, and in I had a big opinion because I, I've I've gone to some of Dana's workshops. I've met her in person. She's a lovely, she's a wonderful yoga teacher. She's a great human being. I relate to her so much, you know. And so I I can take credit for that bias that I want to feel like Dana's the good person, <laughs> and is like the evil company that's suing her. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe that's not true. I but. Um, I just got really overwhelmed with like so many people, especially that I follow that were just kind of like, like, Ooh, I read the documents. I know more than you. You've been duped and just kind of like this self righteous, (laughs) um, like attitude. And then, and then also, like, people were tagging me, like, constantly, like, tagging me and, like, did you read this? Did you read this? Like, trying to get me to, I don't know, like, take Aloe's side or or not be on the side of Dan. I don't know what the, the motive was, I guess, to have me see the light. And, um, and it just kind of really brought home for me that, um, you know, we make the assumption that if somebody sees something differently than us, then they must not have all the facts. So then we bombard them with facts. And, and I'm all for facts and science and truth and all that. I'm for that. <laughs> but I also think there is a possibility that two people can look at the same document, read it, and come away with different conclusions. <laughs> It doesn't mean that they don't know how to read, you know, and, and, you know, really, I think it all comes back to, um, I think just in this, it's like the tone of this country right now. It's like we can't, and I'm not saying I'm great at it. I'm just, I'm noticing all these things is that we are unable to have conversations without, that are in disagreement, that are civil, and you know, my I've never been good at that. My family, we're all horrible at it. <laughs> you know, and it's I think it's really like I'm seeing, you know, as an adult like you can't just be like I'm right, you're wrong. If you don't agree with me, I'm done with you. And I think so many of us whether it's politics or fucking yoga clothes companies or Instagram drama like um we're doing the whole, like, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead to me <laughs> if you don't agree with me. And I just, um, I don't know. It's it's always like this fine line that we're treading with, with yoga. That, you know, this trying to stay positive, which I don't, you know, there's nothing, I wouldn't say there's nothing because there is some stuff in the yoga sutras about positivity. Um and literally, you know, saying like, hey, if you're drowned out by negative thoughts, just think of the opposite <laughs> repeatedly over time. Um but again, the the sutras are one text. There are many. Um I think just like the the commitment to being positive vibes only is um is really harmful to a lot of people, especially people who are like, I feel differently. And, and it has a tendency to shut us down. It has a tendency to, we're all going to like lack empathy. And it makes us really shitty listeners. um, Because as soon as someone is saying something to the contrary, you know, they, that person gets shut down. So there's that camp. Um... You know, when there, there are people that are highly critical and like shut down in another way, (laughs) you know, like everything's like, you can be overly cynical, overly critical. And so I think, um, you know, as, as yoga practitioners, yoga teachers, we're always treading this fine line of, I want to, I want to speak, I want to, I want to give an honest criticism to make this thing better, whatever this thing is without shitting on people, (laughs) without doing harm Mm -hmm. or doing the least harm possible. Because, you know, to an extent we can't control how much, how much someone is harmed by our speech, I guess. Um, but like, there's a difference between saying, I disagree with you. Here's why. And, you know, you're a fucking idiot, go die in a fire. <laughs> or calling people sheep. <laughs> Got called a sheep uh, recently. And, you know, sheep are lovely animals. They they keep us warm with their wool. Although they do crap all over themselves. But that is besides the point. Anyway. um, Yeah, so... I just, I just think as, as, um, as yogis, maybe, maybe to kind of sum up this week is like, you know, all of this stuff has brought up for me a lot about how am I choosing to spend my time? How am I choosing to spend my money? And, um, am I really aware of what's going on? Like, is my social media just for me to navel gaze and like feel good. And uh, well, I don't feel good doing it, but it's like, again, it's this compulsion that it's going to the promise of feeling good. Um, and that never happens. <laughs> and, um, oh, another thing about the the Aloe stuff is that I guess they have a lot of bots. Like they have, uh, like corporate sponsored like bots that like and comment on their, their influencers stuff to make them look popular, more popular than they are. So when you do like hashtag yoga, you know, and follow that, you're going to get like all these aloe people. So, um, which I don't, you know, I'm not sure why people are surprised because a lot of companies do that. Um, but I think especially with all the stuff going on in the country politically, um, we're all coming to kind of realize that, you know, like. You could be having an internet fight with someone that isn't a person. (laughs) Isn't that funny that we get upset and we might be just fighting with a robot designed to make someone money. And that's like a, to me, I'm like, that isn't that like a metaphor, you know, like, uh, yelling at clouds or now we're yelling at robots. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's like, well, it's how, how could you have empathy for the person on the other side? You don't even know if they're a real person. I mean, most of the time they are, but (sighs) it's exhausting. Um, Yeah. So if, if you don't know anything about all this stuff, Google it, come up with your own conclusions. I'm, I made a little post on my Instagram about, you know. I think we should all just like, if you have aloe clothes, we should take pictures of us like the opposite of, of their, um, their kind of motif and we should, you know, take pictures of us in aloe, uh, eating cheeseburgers while taking a dump, like something really unattractive, but, uh, I don't own any aloe stuff, so, um. If you want to do that, maybe, maybe we'll get a move, a movement started. No pun intended, um, bowel movement anyway. So there's, there's that, um, the bots, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like after all this, I am considering like Deleting all my accounts and then just I'm just gonna blog and and maybe do this and if people find me it's like when you're doing that you're kind of going back in time like we're going back to what 1998 when was MySpace created <laughs> going back to wait for that Friendster oh god do you remember Friendster I wasn't on Friendster as much um but yeah it's like you're going back in time we're gonna have an email newsletter. <laughs> You're just going to have to find me an internet search. It's kind of romantic. It's like a romantic idea. You know, it's like the the digital version of being in a cave. Like a a yogi in a cave, but you're in your internet cave. Like if they want you, they have to come find you. And those are your students. So maybe we're just coming full circle. (laughs) Internet caves. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I have for today. Um, Stay out of the drama. Uh, If you want to see what I'm up to, my writing, my um, workshops I'm doing, um, go to laurenburkhart.com, B-U-R-K-A-R-T.com. Kind of an update from last week or the last podcast when I was talking about you know, doing stuff for you. I I have created this new class um, called Yoga Mind, and I think that's the title of a book, so I might have to change the name. But um, it's kind of a combination of all the stuff I learned through um, my training with the Timbo program, and and you know, Vinyoga, and and stuff on my own. Um, that's really like yoga for mental health. It's kind of like yoga asana, where but we take out all the like alignment shit and uh, really having a body at all, and actually experimenting with taking out breath cues because um, those those can be troubling for people. And and usually, like when you're giving a breath cue, you're cueing your breath, which may or may not be too fast, too slow for someone else. And and I'm discovering the more I practice this breath work that, like, you shouldn't toy around with that shit. (laughs) Like, it can take you from zero to 60 or, you know, to 100 anxious to checked out really fast. So um, I'm having the first class today. So if you're in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and you would like to check it out, um, go to my website. Um, But... You know, and and I'm gonna do like a video version of this because I think this is really important stuff, and it's kind of like a passion of mine is yoga and mental health, and it always has been. Um, and and you know, it's just been really difficult for me because I I got into like really heated power vinyasa for years um, because I wanted to look good. <laughs> And I still practice it occasionally, but, um, my practice has really opened up and I've actually like taken the work, the workout out of my practice. Like if I want to work out, I'm just going to do it at a separate time than my practice. And it's been really beneficial for me. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm like getting back to, to yoga and not saying that if you practice power vinyasa that you don't do yoga, (laughs) I'm going to get some hate mail from the two people that listen to this. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like a passion project for me and um, I'm gonna offer it here in Northwest Arkansas and make a video to sell because I, I think this could really benefit other teachers um, to teach to people or, or just like mental health issues, anxiety. Like anxiety has plagued me for a really long time. Probably since, uh, actually as long as I can remember. <laughs> and um when i practice in this way i feel um i feel embodied and and if you if you go around feel like a feeling like a head floating on top of a flesh sack and then you have these moments of where you feel truly embodied it's it's emotional because you um you're like oh do do other people live like this have i been missing out on this my entire life and it's and it's it's so healing it's it's pretty awesome but anyway i'm going to quit talking about myself um thanks for listening uh i'm going to get a website startup, up yogapeopleproblems.com where you can go check up on this stuff i hope you have a great week see you later bye